Hello and welcome to the Films and Swear Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Stuart Sutherland. Joining me in the room tonight, we have Magic Mike Christie. That sounds very sexual. Joining you in the room. Yes, and joining us across the internet, the no care and always swear, Andy Walker. Alright. At least he's protected. Andy sounds better. Mike's in danger of getting spaceed. Oh, well, no. too old to get spaceed. I suppose. <laughs> and you can't start listening to episode 161, Alien. Is it really 161? 161 episodes. Alien Covenant took 160. That's where it is. Aye, in case you think I was missing some numbers. Um, how are we doing? We all good? Aye. Good. Personal enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Aye, notes are fucking plentiful here. <laughs> so, well, before we get to our main review of Ridley Scott's Alien, well, first, happy birthday, Ridley, because we can you're listening. And how does he celebrate his birthday? He cuts Kevin Spacey out of his new film. <laughs> of others, that's going to be a movie pun joke, but, <laughs> like, how does... Fucking really Scott spend his birthday? Instead of cutting a cake, cuts Kevin. Aye, he does. I thought he was going to spend it with Thelma and Louise. Oh! I hope there's no black rain outside. He never done Thelma and Louise. Tony Scott. Tony Scott. But I just copied and pasted it from IMDb and it's got him on it. Are you sure? It might have been a Scots brother directed, but... IMDb credits him as the director. Maybe it does. I don't think I've actually ever seen it. So, yes. So, we're going to answer a few quick questions first. We did run a poll on Twitter asking our audience, um, which do we, which is the, the preference? Do people prefer Alien, the original, or do we prefer the sequel, Aliens, from 1986? Uh, looking at my phone now, I believe the majority went with Alien. What's the percentage at now? Like? 65% chose Alien and 35 chose Aliens. That was based on 30 votes. So was that 20, 20 votes Alien, 10? Aye, ah, pretty much. So, I'm surprised. I thought a lot of people would have been aliens. Just whether it being sort of like a more gung-ho action movie. Ah, uh, it's but it's, it's I don't know, I'm trying to think what I was going to say. Opposite of this? Ah, yeah, it's not was... much of a horror film, it's just more of a, like a science fiction like action film. Eh? Yeah. With big scary beasties. Um, we should, this maybe should have been a question for the end of it, but what is your preference Alien or Aliens? Ah, Alien, all day. And it's just because like the like the atmosphere of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, it's like the, the karma, karma was brilliant, the fucking music. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, But I do like Aliens. Yeah. I just have really good fun, but I just prefer Two. Alien that a wee bit more. Aye. Two different types of beasts. Ah, it's like Terminator, Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. I prefer Terminator to Terminator 2. Yeah. Like the first one's more of a it's kind of got like a like horror element to it. Ah, again, it's sort of the same thing, like sci-fi horror. Yeah. And then the sequel is a fucking action movie. Yeah. 
Oh, sci-fi action movie. Uh, Andy, what about you? What was your preference? Well, I can't really remember much in the second of Aliens, to be honest with you. Right. But I'd probably say Aliens, because I prefer the action. Aye, because... Yeah, like space drama. Hmm. Because the thing about Alien is it is definitely a slow burn. Like, this is a two-hour film, and it... None happens to, like, 40 minutes to the end. Exactly, whereas in Aliens... I'm pretty sure by the time the opening credits is finished, they've already emptied the clip. Like people are screaming, it's game over, there's wee lassies crawling about air ducts. Lots of shelling, lots of gunfire. And I myself, I do prefer Alien. Again, it might just be because I've not watched Aliens since I got hold of my box set a couple of years ago, but I've always liked the fucking slow burn of this one, like the build-up to... And like the yeah. the iconic deaths and just the, the I think and I think I'd like it more as a horror than ah. a, than an action film and maybe that's something where the franchise never really kind of gets that balance back. And it's something that's cemented in the first one, but it's never really replicated like enough to be as good as the first one. Yeah, I I don't even know what to. Think uh, like the third one in Resurrection because the third one's no like Either. as action oriented as the second one, but it's no as horror or horror oriented as the first one. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Resurrection's just a wee bit of a mess. Eh? Aye, aye. That's uh, that's like reheating old food that probably should have been put in the bin a couple of days ago. Yeah. There's an analogy. And our last question, Stu Mac, uh, with the, the hashtag AskFAS on Twitter. Uh, do we really need a Prometheus trilogy? Isn't the alien just as scary without an evolution backstory? So do we did, did we did we need a prequel trilogy? I didn't think we did. Mm. Or if any. I think it was I think it was worth a trilogy. I was I did I did find myself when I was watching the film wondering how the fuck did Alien go for that wee bastard to being like fucking gigantic in the space of ten minutes. Yes. And shit like that. Maybe going into a wee bit more detail on their their growth and shit like that, but you didn't need to make it three films. Aye, aye, that's it's almost like I don't know, it's sort of like directors having their cake and eating it, like aye, how so you I- get the Hobbit, which again famously one book, but stretched out over three films, and I imagine each of these films are at least two hours long. Um, do we remember what year uh, Covenant finished it? Not off the top of my head, no. No, because obviously Alien was sent twenty one, twenty two. Yes. So we're also going to get a third one, presumably. Which should fucking finish. Aye, but it should, well, should obviously take place before mm-hmm. this one. But yes. I reckon how I reckon if they're going to hit the right like time span. Yes, aye. Like, if, like it'd be good if they'd, they'd done it, like, kind of tied a bow on it. Like, aye, say, like that this... was the ship that they picked up the signal for. Exactly. This, this next film 
that Ridley Scott's going to do this Alien Covenant sequel should finish with somebody sending a distress signal out and probably dying at the console or something. And that's the fucking signal. Well, ah, I was going to say... Because it would make sense because it's a fucking one of the Watcher folk that they find. Ah, did the signal get sent from Prometheus? Like, in, Did we see that happen in Prometheus? can't remember, I've not seen... Because as soon as I was saying it, I, th- I just thought I was wrong, but... Because I know they... Yeah, it because it wasn't, they didn't understand it. It wasn't, in a, it wasn't like in a human dialect. But I'd imagine... Alien, that's why they went. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, they, I know the ship they find in Aliens is that same one... That, that they find in Prometheus. Ah, and then you see ah. it in Covenant as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering... Just need to find out. Yeah, I guess, but like I say, it needs to like it has to finish that way. You can't leave any gaps now, because well, that's it. You've you've decided to give us a prequel. You're you're going to show us how the sausage was made, basically. So you're going to have to tie it together. You can't leave any, like leave it open for a sequel. That's the last thing he's he should be thinking uh, of doing at the tender age of eighty. And I mean. Considering like the backlash he's already got for like Prometheus and like Covenant, aye, and that's it. it. Nowadays, when people are deciding to do like prequel trilogies, they're already gonna get the assumption it's like the Star Wars prequel trilogies, like you're only gonna make it worse. Yeah, because that's there's there's never really a love for like those prequel films, and like I'm not sure people were overwhelmed with them getting. Like a Hobbit trilogy. Now we've got like an Alien trilogy uh, coming prior. But part of me, I always like just kind of see a wee bit more. Like the fact that Alien is one thing, then you've got Aliens, then you've got a couple films after it. Sure, the quality varies between each film. But backstory to me is never really a bad thing. It's just like expanding the universe. Uh. But it's when technology gets mixed up. Like, if the shit they're using in the fucking prequels is more advanced than what they had in the fucking Nostra... Is it Nostradamus? Nostromo. 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 Aye. Um, like, if that's all out of fucking sync, like, what Covenant was missing was fucking big padded rooms filled with lights. Like, little blinking lights. Aye. And moving terminals. And mother. <laughs> mother. Hey, let's see if they fucking launch that at the end of Ridley Scott's next film. Aye. So, oh, that's it. Fucking, there's the title. Alien Mother. Or probably something better than that, but. Aye. Uh, Time to get the spoiler warning in it. Aye, let's go. Alright, let's fire up Jerry. Alright, folks, what you hear now is our spoiler alert music. That's it, films and swearing. Uh, can't be arsed avoiding the spoilers. So, if you're a sensitive bugger and you've not seen today's film, Turn off the podcast because we're about to get balls deep in spoiler territory. So deep they're going to fucking burst at your chest. Not quite what I had in mind. <laughs> I've... I'm right. there wasn't really a, a memorable. Ah, there wasn't like a big dialogue speech Aye. that I could pull at the heart and. Copy and paste word with podcast and spoilers. Yeah. Uh, yep. Um, 
obviously, Alien, as famously directed by Ridley Scott. Sir Ridley Scott. Sir Ridley Scott, I do apologise. Um, a man with 41 directing credits. Starting, oh, let's do usual. Uh, a short film back in the day called Boy and Bicycle. Not sure if there's like maybe a whole movie. Um, he did various television shows during the 60s, including the likes of Zed Cars, Half Hour Story, The Informer, and The Troubleshooters. Don't worry, I'm not expecting any of us to know what the fuck those were. Yeah. Uh, his first feature-length film was in 1977 with The Duelists. That is the story of a small feud between Napoleonic officers evolves into a decade-long series of duels with Keith Carradine and Harvey Keitel. Alright. And then he went on to do Alien. That is second film. Second film. No bad. I know, and then think of the fucking catalogue of films that came out after it. Let's get to the cast of Alien. We've got Tom Skerritt as Dallas, Sigourney Weaver as Ripley, Veronica Cartwright as Lambert, Harry Dean Stanton as Brett, John Hurt as Kane, Ian Holm as Ash, and Yafet Koto as Parker. Right, Mike, go and tell me, what is the plot to Alien? Um, do I actually get a description of what they're actually doing? Are they just coming back they, from... Yes, it's like they were mining ore in space and, and, and on their return journey home. Distress, well, they think mm-hmm. it's a distress signal. Yes, they get woken early from there. Hypersleep. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that it's not what they think it is. Yes, uh, there's some sinister intentions. Mm. Who's, in, who's got sinister intentions? I was trying not to say it. Mother. Ah, that evil bastard. No, I, just, I just love that fucking line where it's like, crew are expendable. Like, oh, you evil piece of software. Fuck you, Mo. You and your creepy fucking robot pal. Benny Chance, when no. you watched it, did you watch it on Mother Mode? Mother Mode? Ah. <laughs> no. Nah, neither. Um, anyway. We've all, have we all seen this film before? Before this, I think I did. Because I think I've only seen them all once, maybe. And they right. all just merge. Aye, aye. That was something kind of similar to me. I got like the the Blu-ray box set years ago and that was it like each night it was another alien film until I'd more or less I think it was maybe building up to like Prometheus I just mm. watched with them in the lead up to that yeah how about you Mike I've seen it a good few times I mean like what is uh, I'll go with you first Mike what is like your earliest memories of like the franchise Um, my earliest franchise I remember the franchise was I remember watching Alien 3 with my dad on like telly one night mm. before I seen any of the other ones and I didn't really find it scary that eh? but dad was saying he used to always say me that the, the first one was scary he's like I 
And then I think it was an advert for the second one on as well, and he's like, aye, you know what I watched that for? That's scary, pal. <laughs> aye, mate, aye. I actually remember your dad explaining aliens to me. Like, he said the first one, and then the second one takes place on a ship. And when he said it to me, like, aliens on a ship, first thing I thought, it was like a cruise ship. I was like, oh, man, a <laughs> bunch of fucking passengers getting destroyed by aliens on a ship. And then when I started watching, like, spaceship, <laughs> fuck's sake. Like, why did I think, like, all those years as a bear, like, a cruise ship, just like Titanic, but cunts getting ended by aliens? Uh, fucking speed, dude. <laughs> oh, that's a bad film. Cruise control. Oh, man. Um, my earliest memory of the alien franchise was watching the first one at my granny and dies, but... I was like flipping through the channel, so I'd watch a wee bit, it was getting scary, so I would switch the channel over to someone else, and switch it back, and then switch back, and then he's like, oh no, it's just a fucking cat, Jesus Christ, and then I left it. And then I think the first proper one I watched was uh, Resurrection. Uh. And I that was still, like, I was a wee bit flinchy, like I didn't really want to watch, like I didn't want to look at the fucking alien, especially since it was like that fucking weird albino one. In Resurrection. Oh, yeah. Aye. And that, getting it, it's fucking cunt sucked out for a wee windy at the end. And Aye. it's like, oh, <laughs> And like, oh, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Nightmare material. Well, just the fact that it was seen mummy or just... Ah, just the like... Scene, oh, it's inside, like... Getting fucking in air stood in the space. Aye. <laughs> that and fucking seeing Ron Perlman. Aye. Big muggly bastard. Um... Andy. I always felt ashamed for the cripple in that film. Although I thought it was funny when acid dripped on his like, foot and he didn't really feel it. Ah, he did somebody you know, like drop a knife in his leg at one point. And say, ah, ha, ha, very funny, guys. Go and fucking stop it. <laughs> fucking turn the cripple into a pincushion. Mm. Andy, earliest memories? Um, Probably the fucking big rig. Just like, get away from her, you bitch. Oh, aye, for the sequel. Aye. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the first me coming in, to, in contact with aliens. Like, did, I mean, much more, yeah, did your dad come into the room like on a big rig? And like, is that oh. what you say to your mum? Oh. <laughs> See, we've capped him. Like, is that you can't talk about Kevin Spacey. Is that right? I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> try and make any other situation really weird. So, we'll go. Andy, first, what did, what did you think of the film? Personally, I was let down a wee bit. I thought it would have been a wee bit more scary or jumpy at least. You only really get two jumpy bits in the whole film. Were you expecting more aliens? No, I know that I think there was only the one alien. Mm-hmm. I was expecting a wee bit more like intenseness. It just didn't feel like you just. Oh, he's got D, he's got D, he's got D. There was no fucking surprise. Uh, I wonder if there might just be fact that it's that famous because when it starts off with a crew and Ripley, you know by default she's going to live. Yeah. But, aye, I can see that because I might watching it for the first time uh, when properly a few years ago. And by the time I finished, like, ah, there was only one alien. And that, that's what impressed me a bit, like just the whole fact that 
Aye. What you know about the franchise, you're expecting buckets of aliens, and that's what they delivered in the sequel. Aye. But it started off different. It was really close, claustrophobic, and Aye. like a proper, like I was going to say, predator. Like they were being hunted. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what about you? Um, I have uh, like really, like really like this film. I actually think I always keep saying that it's like always going to stay in my top ten. Right. Well, I didn't think I'll ever, like, move it. Yeah. And I, like, watching it last night, like, um, <clears throat> when I got my, like, Blu-ray player, like, years ago, and I, that was, like, the first purchase I made was, a what was it? Because it was some reason it was, like, dirt cheap. Aye. And I was like, fuck, I'm buying this. And, uh, watching it, just seeing, like, how it was, like, managed to be, like, like remastered into, like, HD, and I looked, like, really nice, and, like, the, um, always forget the fucking air duct scene with Dallas. Right. And I always fucking forget about that. Mm-hmm. So like that about always... Which means when I was a kid, that didn't really bother me as much as, like, Ash freaked me the fuck out. Oh, when he was... Aye. Like, more or less his death scene. Aye. Aye. Aye, because him flipping out is pretty fucking hysterical. Aye. And um, it's one of the things in the film where... It's not something you kind of like crosses your mind, mm-hmm. and, and it kind of catches you by surprise. Aye, like the the reveal that he's like an android. Yeah. Aye, because that's it. I think I had that note later on in it. Just like it would be great to relive that moment every time you're watching it. Like just the reveal that that ah, he's just not really polite and British. Thing is, right, see, see if this film got made now, that mm-hmm. would be in the fucking trailer. Aye. Well, I guess aye. Aye, because we all know now. Every time you watch one of these films, there's always an there's always an android in it, and but that was a given with Prometheus with uh, aye. David. David, aye. aye. That was known from the start that he was an android, just going about the ship doing his duties. Yeah. But if he's an android, why does he have to go into stasis? I reckon if that was just. I'm thinking if that was just like just like a red herring to fool us to begin with. But or well that was it, the crew themselves didn't even know. Ah, none of them knew that. So I guess in that case he was I believed. No, not because it was when they started fucking killing him, they were all freaking out. You heard like Lambert screaming that he was an android and but no, I think everyone kinda just, just the way they were talking to him all the way through it, I thought they can't be they were just like treating him like he was lesser than them kind of thing. I just treat him like he was like, British. When he was sitting on that guy's chair, he says, well, you want to give it my chair? And he says, oh, yes. Yes. No, I just thought that he was just a polite wee Johnny. Hey, <sighs> Barod, we're higher ranked than you. And he's like, okay, I'll go talk to mother. Uh, let's kill them. Um... But I, I like this movie. It's, it's one of those things that we watch it and you'll probably get right into it and like the build-up and then watch them all get killed off. I mean, it's brilliant. It's like an old-school... It is old-school sci-fi horror. Like, all those exterior shots where it is, it's just models. Like, I would love to have a proper look at behind-the-scenes making of just to see what scale the models of the ships were mm. and... Um, 
as I've said before, it is a slow build, but fuck, does it pay off? And of course, like the fucking haunting score as well. Aye. Like when all those exterior shots and just that music, fucking half the time it just makes me think back. It's like Christ, I've not watched Red Dwarf in ages. <laughs> but aye, I do quite fucking like this movie. What I quite liked about the film as well was um, if you watch like the actual full trailer for it, right, it shows you next to nothing. All right, and it just shows you like. It gives you like like dialogue, like uh, like audio, like stuff playing in the background, but it doesn't give you anything. Like, right, the like, images like, of the like footage or not. Aye, and then that's probably what made it better. Obviously, we'd seen it once it'd been in cinema and stuff. Eh? Ah, exactly. Like you couldn't avoid it when you're away. Ah. You'd see aliens, like as I said, fucking action figures and that. But imagine back in the day, like just if they kept that so under wraps. Like, and then when you fucking finally see what the alien is, because you'd be going into the cinema thinking, like, what's the fucking alien going to look like? Uh, I think in 1973, I think in what year you got E.T., but it's not going to be your fucking friendly neighbourhood alien. Nah. Right, let's have a wee look, uh, have a wee list of things we like about the film. What I did like was the fact that Ripley wasn't like a leading character from the get-go. It was sort of like uh, a team thing. She just looked like a supporting character until the fucking numbers started properly dropping. Yeah. And then it became like her role, like her was movie. You kind of, was you kind of had the impression that Dallas was like the, the captain. character sort of thing. Exactly. Was the captain, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So, but like, if you're going into it not knowing an absolute fuck all about this, like she just looked like a supporting actor. And it's yeah. not until... It gets about halfway through. It really switches to her. Yeah. Um, Andy. What? What do you like about the movie? Is well, there... I'm merely the set design and the score. I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. Merely, me over the actual plot. Yeah. Made the thing. I did like. I just thought it really suited the film. Aye, it's. As nowadays it is like a mixture of, uh, like the the set design anyway. It it's like space. All the ships seem to be made out of forts, out of fucking padded leather cushions almost. That uh, makes sense. Exactly, but because if you're going to be in zero gravity, they were get flung about. Aye, and then the mixture of like some doors kind of have like it's a, it's all mechanical. It's like a steampunk punk effect. Where it's all of these exposed mechanical pieces on the door frames or on tops of terminals, things like that. I guess just really enhances like the sci-fi element to it. With it being like a space shuttle, like all that stuff could have just been hidden. But mm. it's just I take it they were told not to copy Star Trek. I'd imagine so. I guess because it was just like some of the the choices for the technology just wasn't very. Like out there compared to Star Trek. Right. I guess you had so. to actually use a punch card to open up a fucking door. Ah, I guess like um it's like they're making a realistic sci fi film. Like <laughs> almost if like you, a if there is such a thing. Exactly. Or to the point where like the technology is is realistic in a sense. 
where they were doing actual physical things and it was computers. There was no like phasers or lightsabers. Mm. Uh, the weapons they were used was fucking flamethrowers. I was saying like laser guns. It was as if it was like reality, as if this could happen to us. Uh-huh. That's where I disagree. Right? They've got the ability to fucking put you to sleep. Yeah. But they're still running around using flamethrowers. Mm-hmm. Fucking hammers. Well, aye, that's... That doesn't make sense to me. They were, it was like a commercial uh, ship. They were just going there, fucking collecting ore and coming back. It's not as if it was like a, a battleship. Where they're laser. Like with... So, like, they're not going to have, like, laser swords and species rifles. I imagine they would just have, like, not welding tools, maybe... Like, the flamethrower, I doubt, was used as... Kept to be as a weapon. That's... Well, and shit like that. So I can't imagine them being, like, topped up with... Fucking deadly weapons to protect themselves. Uh. Because they would never know what to protect themselves from unless you have space pirates. Uh. Ah. You probably would have space pirates. (laughs) So... Mike, what about you? Um... Well, I used to put the film is the fact that it's a, yeah, it's a simple fucking plot, mm-hmm. you know, and the fact that it gave you, like, probably one of the most, like, infamous fucking scenes in history with the chess boss and then, like, I, like, obviously, we been showing that trailer, but, like, you probably wouldn't be expecting that at all in a cinema. Yes, I... It was probably quite unique back in the time. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, as well, I liked the, like, the choice of camera work that Ridley Scott used. Right. And it was literally like a handheld camera, and like the first, first few minutes of the film, where it showed you like the camera like moving through the whole ship, mm-hmm. and then like scenes where, uh, it's towards Emily, like Ripley's got like the flamethrower, and she's like holding Jones in the wee box, aye, and she's like back trying, and the camera's like following her as if like it's like the alien like like stalking her, aye, aye. That's a that's a really good point, um. And we've always known, like, Ridley Scott to do these big... Um, I'm trying to remember what the big fucking epic shot from this film was. Because I always remember, like, Alien Covenant had that shot where the ship had cut the trees down in the forest. And it was like... It looked like a big fuck-off, like, uh, like painting, almost. Uh. And in Alien, I'm blanking on what that fucking scene was. But just, like, this boy's imagination, like... Uh is fucking amazing and you see that again in like films like Martian and that he's got he knows how to shoot like giant fucking landscapes and make it look impressive but he's definitely his like strongest as like a a visual I was gonna say a visual artist ah one other things like the whole point when Ash like once they went to that planet and Dallas, not Dallas, Kane got the face hugger, and the whole yeah. conflict, like when, uh, oh, when they gonna let Ripley was following protocol and refusing them to bring a fucking foreign object into the ship, and fucking Ash just goes and overrides it, and I was like, you, like you wee robot bastards, uh, like because that's it, like the fucking protocol was bring the specimen back over, over the the safety of the crew. So, of course, that was him following his own secret protocol. No one knew shit had changed, but 
is what we said earlier, like when the reveal of him being like a robot for the first time is... I would have loved to watch an audience watch Alien, basically. Aye. Just to see like on the fucking like the roller coaster journey they would have been take on. Because uh, when he does start going fucking mental trying to kill Ripley, Aye. like... It is, it's, it's really reminiscent of fucking, um, is it David in Alien Covenant throwing uh, Catherine Watterson's character around, like, in, Aye. like, because that's, it's just showing, like, that fucking robot strength for us, I will just throw you around the room, like, you're yeah. weightless, start battering fuck to death, and it's only when Parker really fucking clocks him with a fire extinguisher, Aye. and the fucking head comes off the shoulders, that's, like that's and he's he's doing like it's almost like a child giggling like uh, a really hysterical thing and then you get that great shot where it's the the fucking robot head on the table uh, and at first it's like a rubber dummy head and when it gets obscured by her sleeve they fucking do the camera trick switching it to fucking Ian Holmes yeah with a fucking desk built around his head uh it's just, I reckon, but there's just something unsettling about the, like, the robots bleeding, I guess, like, white blood. Aye, like, it just looks like they're just spewing milk. Aye. And, like, when he's sitting talking to them and his, his, his audio's all distorted. Aye. Like, some of that stuff's a wee bit fucking unsettling to watch. Yeah. And imagine, like, that would... Did you say that freaked you as a child? Aye. Aye. I could completely see why. I think personally, the fucking cat is just as bad as the alien in the show. Oh, I, I, I felt they were almost in cahoots. The cat was leading fucking people away for like, uh, like oh, the aye. camp to get like fucking. Aye, it was just sitting. The way it just sits there and watches. I, it was amazing how they filmed that. Just like the cat's face, just like. <laughs> like the cat was in charge of the fucking alien. Oh, she's was watching that kill. Ah, right. fucking Harry Dean Stanton, where it just picks him up by the face. And the cat's uh, just watching, going, "Yes, I hated that cunt." He was always leads, late with my tea. Lead Ripley away for the other two, so it could go take me, mate. Ah, because that's it. Ripley was in the fucking the escape ship, ready to go, and you just heard the cat on like on the radio. Ready to go. Uh, I'm still like, here. Like, oh, Jonesy. Running back. But I feel it was almost just like when she got the cat back, put in the box. She didn't have to chuck that box around getting back to the ship. Aye, the fucking eye as well. Like, the box got battered by the alien as well, mate. Aye. Kind of like what fucking he does, like on my phone on the table in the middle of the night, just fucking knocks it off, eh? Aye. You just want to put him in a box and chuck him about the room. I need a big box for him, like. Um, what Did you have a note ready, Mike? Um. Favourite deaths? Or favourite death? Aye. Let's go for it. I mean, obviously, chest burster aside. Aye. Because that... Well, let's let's talk about that one first. Like, obviously, it is one of the most iconic deaths in, in like, cinema. Aye. So, all, like, all kind of knew it was coming. Do, do you always... Are you surprised at how vicious it is each time? Or... Is that worn off by now? Um, I don't. I, I don't know what I what I'd prefer. Would you prefer chestbuster or the batbuster for Covenant? Covenant? I I just always the chestbuster. Like 
Like we're coming and doing like the back one. At least it, it it varies it up or something a little bit different. But just seeing the guy where he's having a coffin fit and he's like, oh come on man, food's not that bad. Aye. And then he just fucking throws doing on the table and that first like where like he the first breach and yeah. hearing Lambert screaming through it all. Aye. Like it's just fucking brilliant and the way it it, it bursts, but it takes two or three. Well, Aye. it takes about two stabs to get properly out. Yeah. And every time I see it, I keep thinking it's got, like, wee metal teeth. Aye, I always... It looks like it's got fucking silver teeth. Aye, it's got, like, a wee grill going on. Yeah. But... And, like, like see when it leaves, when it, like, scoots just... past, does it just run right through him or does it, it jump? I reckon it almost... It's, like, almost like Roadrunner just goes... Aye. Where it's like, did it just fucking tear his side out as well? But I think it was maybe bursting out and then it was standing yeah. on him. And then just I runs mean, like, off the, him. There was like a lot of blood like all over the fucking dining room. Eh? Fucking everyone was covered in it. Was, were they Aye. not? Aye. Aye. I like the, um, also you've probably you've seen the parody. Oh, Spaceballs. Space uh, it's exactly the same as Jay. It's uh, John Hurt. Again, at the diner, eating and the alien bursts out, but then it just decides to put on a wee hat and a cane and starts as a wee <laughs> fucking Franz and Atra number. Aye. And, and that's when it bursts out his chest and he looks and he's like, oh, no again. <laughs> I gotta stop eating Chinese food. <sighs> ah, quite like the wee, wee parody of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favourite death is got be Dallas Edge because it's it's atmospheric, eh? he's got yep. the wee fucking, the wee, um, what would you call it, the scanner. Yes, so you've got the added tension of that, with the beeping. Um, and it's just... The score's on point. Aye. Like, the tension, it's just getting higher and higher. Even fucking Lambert's getting that. Like, her panic just fucking adds And it's to just it. it's the noise of the alien when the camera turns, and it's like reaches out to him. Aye. Even when he reaches out, there's still a small part of me that just looks like he's going, Jazz hands! He <laughs> <laughs> just finds it going, da! And that's him gone. Honestly, when I what? I just thought it was maybe the cat and face paint or something. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it just when it cuts and you see the alien just going, like, honestly, for the corner of my eye, I just see Margaret jumping on the chair. Uh. Like, she was sitting playing some fucking farming game on her phone. So I thought she wasn't paying attention, but there's obviously the tension that like it just draws your eyes to the screen. You can't even not yeah. watch it. And when you get that shot of the alien, you just seen her flinch. It still works today. Aye. But aye, that is fucking great. Because um, the rest, I mean, let's well, see. Brett's death's not too bad. Ah, he just kind of gets lifted. Uh, then uh, you've only really got um, two more Ash that. getting battered by Parker and then Lambert and Parker kind of die simultaneously uh, when they go to collect the coolant yeah so that's it it's like that close night there isn't a lot of death but and like Lambert's is off screen mm-hmm. but her fucking her screams Just... that's playing through is quite fucking quite horrific aye because that's it, it's all in Ripley's head, it's all in, like, because she's wearing a headset, Aye. running around, so he just hears them being fucking torn up. Aye. But it's the fucking teeth of, like, the alien, like, how it, it opens his mouth, then the other mouth, and then it just starts fucking punching. Like, when 
when the small teeth jump out and uh, start fucking punching holes in Parker. Uh, That's a bit messy. Andy, you got anything in the chamber you want to fire out? <laughs> I cannot send a mere sexual than it needed to be, but... Yeah. It's just... No, not really. It's just be picky bits. What, like bits that annoyed you? Oh. Go on then, so let's take the good with the bad. Just the choices and technology and shit like that. <laughs> that's and the stuff that so, so advanced and others are so fucking, like, basic. It's like, they didn't have any items at all on the whole fucking ship. Mm-hmm. Aye, maybe it is just a fucking mining vehicle, but they have to have something. Ah, so they've got a flamethrower and they've got a fucking... Like a spear gun. Aye, but I think that's so, stuff they had to improvise with because who makes the the tracking device? Was that Ash or was that like Parker was, and Brett? That was a computer guy. Right. Aye. Even that, that annoys me too. I can't they pick up the difference in levels? It's just like it can only pick up a line. Mm-hmm. But then how's it picking up his line? And the alien's line, but the alien was really below him and shit like that. Aye. I think that annoys me. It's a fucking, and it's meant to be a fucking mining rig, but it's got a fucking surgery bay in it. Ah, oh, is it sometimes you chap your finger when you're working? So you need to go get You have to go to that med- medical bay. The fucking uh. laser cutters against the alien. You know, just in case. I did like that shot though, like when they were trying to cut the face hugger off and the fucking the blood, like that acidic blood, uh, and they just started fucking going through one floor to the next floor to the next. Uh, and they fucking used like Brett's pen. They would dab it. If only, they, if only they watched a rerun of Baking Bad, they would have kent to put acid in a fucking plastic tub. <laughs> no a fucking bath. When you pronounced that there for a second, I thought you said Baking Bad. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fat man. Very, very wasted. Fuck the gripe that I've got actually is the way they get rid of the alien at the end. Aye. And my gripe wasn't with that until you seen aliens. On the outside, where this was like an empty costume. No, you think it another way. No, it's been the fact that it gets like blown into space. Yes. And it's the exact same in Aliens. When oh. she has it in the... On the... What's it? Like, the thing she lands on, like the... And Aliens, when they land that ship. Right. And they're on, like, the wee... Like, like island or something, whatever the fuck it is. Okay. And she hits the... Like, the door to then take it, like, into space. And yeah. it's the exact same thing. Right. And it's like, you think you move it off. Improvise a bit more. Oh, well, that's meant for critique on the sequel, though. Aye. Aye. But then they go, they go down the same route in Resurrection Aye. with the... And Covenant as well. I think Aye. Best way to get rid of the aliens, flush them. That seems well, I like to work. the fact Technically, that Technically, was... would the alien no survive? Aye, but if, gets... it's one, if it's a fucking creature that fucking like, reacts to its environment and fucking changes its, its body and Aye. shit like that. Well, thing would be able to survive in space. At least with this one, it had it got caught under the the thrusters. Ah, because it tried to yeah. climb back in through the 
Aye. So, um. Oh, that was another gripe. What the fuck was the alien doing here in a, here in a fucking nap? Oh, inside the shuttle. In the ship. And how the fuck did it get there and have time to go to sleep while I... she was running away from it? I think. How well, did they get in front of her and then decide, oh, I'm going for a sleep to wait on this bitch? I would just think it was hunting. So, like, I was just waiting. But then she went in and fucking, like, scratched its wrist. I know. And it just kind of looked at her and then went back to sleep again. I had done a jazz hand thing. Aye. Because that's it. We'll get changed and I'll come and get you in a minute. They've not got that, like, they've not got that thing where, like, they're not blind or sensitive to sounds. Uh So, but it was, it was like it was lying in wait. And that was the thing about the set design I really loved. Like, the fact that everything looked like a padded cushion. Yeah. It managed to blend in perfectly on the escape show because you never really notice like the, the head of it but when she does the thing with the hands uh, and then off kind of the tail spirals away and things like that that's great for like a like a jump scare uh, and the fact that shit I'm fucking trapped in an even smaller space with it yeah um, but as quick as the fact that she manages to like lure it yeah, like sitting on that chair and then just kind of looking, waiting for it to ready to fucking attack, and then she hits the button for then, the, the door. Aye. Now, this is not maybe a great, but one of the things for me was, um, I think Sigourney Weaver needed to have like a word with the wardrobe department at the end of that film. Like when she got into that, that escape shot at the end and said that, right, I better get changed. Could have had a better pair of knickers than that for her. Uh, but they were small. They were, but fuck all on those knickers. That was no complaining, but they were small. I was like seeing that. I was like, geez, if I was to go on a wee, I would be like, is, is there anything else? I would take boxers. Do I have to, <laughs> Am I wear? Do I need to wear this? I mean, okay, sure, it would have like flipped the switch of many a teenagers back in the day, but it just seems odd to throw like a wee bit. Maybe not sex appeal in it the last ten minutes, but you're in some like horrifying circumstances. Like you're in an escape shuttle, uh, and like you're at the edge of your seat. You've got like what the fuck's gonna happen? Now you're getting conflicted because fucking viewers are getting a chubby over like a twenty four Sigour- for twenty four year old Sigourney Weaver kicking about in her undies. Like one minute I'm worried about the alien. Now I'm like everything's gonna be all right. Uh, if that's a gripe, that could be mine. <laughs> like, wait, you want her to put on clothes? Yes, I could hear people saying that. Uh, and everybody's like, I should, you're right. She should have had Mayor no. Clay's on. Nah. No. Like I said earlier, I was fucking, I was happy. <laughs> right, it's the time to do some budget in box office. Uh, you want budget and bonus of a Shit, shit, you're right. You've got some trivia. Aye. Aye. Drop some trivia. Ken Spacey was not in this film. The question we were all waiting to have answered. That was your fucking thing, Was the Kevin Spacey in the suit of the alien? No, nah, I actually have a hard time pronouncing the guy's fucking name. Oh, yeah, that's some name. Andy, look up oh. the alien's name. <laughs> and that's well, only... Ah, yes, like his only acting credit is went into obscurity. He, he could probably do like the fucking con circuit. 
Like, I was the fucking alien and alien. I am challenging 20 quid for a photo. Eh, <laughs> uh, aye. The chest burst scene was filmed in one take with four different cameras. Uh, apparently, there wasn't that much blood to be intended, mm-hmm. which is why uh, Veronica Cartwright's screams were legit. I think that is like one of the, the impressive things about like that scene was the fact it was natural reactions and the fact that they managed it in one take because to do that again, it, the magic is gone. Yeah, I know. And I, I'm I couldn't find it on the trivia notes, but I'm sure I read a while ago that nobody knew that that was going to happen. Like nobody knew in the I didn't have to really put that in the script as much as that was going to happen. I said that like Kane was going to like die and shit. Um. The face hugger was made from shellfish. For some reason, that's more real than I needed to know. No way. So, isn't it an actual lady's vagina? No. <laughs> it's made from shellfish. Oh. Killed a woman. I thought they just absolutely cut the vagina off. Here's an interesting body. fact, and this is going back on the notorious Ridley Scott fucking archives and the original cut. Ran for three hours and twelve minutes. Holy shit! What what else could he be doing? The fucking hell! It was just an extra hour of fucking Sigourney Weaver in her tighties. I thought it was just an extra hour watching them sleep. Aye, like <laughs> or her or her or her trying to actually sleep. convince the cat to go into the fucking chamber. Oh, I was like, get in the box, Jonesy. No, no, get in the chamber. No, come on, Jonesy, Jonesy. The maybe cat that's what it is. Maybe the, it's the whole fucking subplot of the cat being evil. Oh, it's just a fucking camera following the cat around the ship. Like, handheld camera just following it as it just twirls about, wiggling its arse. They're just getting signs to the alien. Um, opening hatch doors. That scene we talked about earlier where Brett got killed and it was the cat looking. Mm-hmm. Apparently what they'd done to get the cat having that distressed look was it they put like a a dog behind a screen. Right. Like growling at the cat and stuff. Ah, just so it gets so the back up. Yeah. So it is like the alien was descending onto Brett and stuff, it gave you that light like, impression. And the only other bit of interesting trivia was the suit the guy fucking Usain Bolt in the seventies was using to play the alien. <laughs> um <laughs> So <laughs> um, apparently, like because of the suit and with, like the tail, we couldn't sit down, so they had to like build a swing for him to like chill on, Aye. like in between <laughs> takes. Oh, I want to see some backstage photos of just an alien on a swing. And um, there's a he didn't like eat or like converse with the cast and crew in between takes. So he was in character the whole time. Aye, it was like Jim Carrey and fucking Jim and Andy. <laughs> and I saw you would like, like just turn up behind you and go, Jazz hands! <laughs> I was just getting fucked with fright. Um, oh, do you reckon why he never done much more acting? Aye, right, go on. Because he died of sickle cell anemia. But I was like, <laughs> was it caused from the film? Like, was it like the same year or was it a few years No, later? no, it was 1992. Oh, right, okay. Ah, I could have fucking watched the third one and thought, why the <laughs> fuck is this shit in here? 
Wait did they don't get me in. Oh yeah, there you go. Final one, it's gonna ruin the budget and box office, but the studio doubled the budget based on the like storyboards and all that. Right. So the original budget was something like four point two million and they boosted it to eight point four million. Alright. According to my sources, budget for this film was eleven million. What are your sources? I believe I took the information from We're being between Wikipedia and Box Office Mojo. So I am um, Right. And then I usually grab our box office figures from obviously Box Office Mojo. What do you think it took worldwide? I think it broke a hundred million? Sixty million. Andy? One hundred and four million dollars. Hmm. That was a uh, getting a domestic figure of eighty million dollars, and foreign market twenty four million dollars. So not too shabby. That's no bad. Aye, my not just making a fucking movie for eleven million and getting eighty in return. Yeah. No, uh, one star reviews. Now, now is there any? Because doesn't there happen really shouldn't often. Be. This film, uh, Alien on its own, has eighty six reviews, because obviously it, it's not. It's very rare that somebody's gonna buy Alien on its tod. Nine times out of ten, you're buying a fucking Alien box set. Aye. Uh, so this might be why there's little reviews for it. So out of the eighty six, there is one one star review. Um, and it's not really a negative review. I'm going to read it anyway because this segment's pointless without one. Yeah. Great film, but this instant version has terrible sound by Victoria. Fuck you, Victoria. We have to whack the speakers up to hear any of the dialogue at all and occasionally rush over to the speakers when some very loud music or bands come along. Not helped by, I suspect, actors mumbling. Harry Dean Stanton. Um, I I watched this with with subtitles because when I read that I thought I'm just safe bet I just want to hear what cunts are saying. And when Ripley was going to come down check the pipes where Parker and Brett were, Harry Dean Stanton does mumble, but the subtitles come out. It's like that bitch better not get in my fucking way. <laughs> it's like oh, <laughs> but he just mumbles it, and like when you hear the mumble, it does that. It's like fucking better not get in my rods. And just when you see the subtitles, it's like, Jesus Christ. Settle, petal. Especially when you're given the time scale. It's like, how long is it going to be ground for? 17 hours. Yeah, we're going to need 25 hours. Anyway, back to the one-star review. Um, her last sentence. Anyway, had forgotten the film completely and was treated to watch it again. I even got pretty scared in places. <laughs> one star. Nice. <laughs> so that's the worst it got. And the following reviews after that were all like three star and up. So. Yeah. Uh, what's next for the Films and Swear and Movie podcast? Episode 162 is Stuart's Choice. I'm giving you the choice. Down. The choice of Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight 
or the Cohen brothers, the Big Lebowski, Andy, Mike, decide. I'll let Andy go first. If we... I I don't know what a force a tie. I'll go with Hateful Eight. There we go. The stars have finally aligned. Stuart gets to talk about the Hateful Eight. So, does that mean that the poll goes up next week? Yes, so that's it. Um, Actually, what's Andy? What was Andy's second choice? Braveheart. Was it Braveheart, right? Aye, Andy was Braveheart. You were seven. Yeah. Because you just want to fit as much fucking spacey in as you can. Um, I I tried to steer away from controversy. Um, And yeah, so Big Lebowski, seven, and Braveheart. Yeah. So you see how he's just said that? You can that he's going to end up being a kiddie fiddler, yeah? Who? Big Lebowski. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Oh, Denny. Oh, I or, or Big John. Big mean, John Goodman. <laughs> oh, the tears I would shed. <laughs> oh, you uh, can Goodman touched his daughter's on fucking Roseanne. No. Oh. <laughs> well, I suppose better than touching Roseanne Barr, eh? Oh. <laughs> what if it was the other way? What if it was just Roseanne would just flaunting it to fuck? Like, touch it. <laughs> touch it, John. Go on, be a good man. <laughs> touch it. Uh, and on that note... I just I just got a mental image of the scene for the Big Lebowski where John Goodman's going mental in the guy's car. And it's the fact a kid standing at the door instead of an adult. Oh, shit. I probably just mean because the fucking Eagles was playing on the radio. Ah. Aye. So, that's it. Our Twitter poll will appear at one point. I guess we'll need to have that answer by the time we record 8 next week. Yeah. So, that will appear over the weekend around the same time this podcast will. Uh, other than that, filmsandswearing.com for Blu-ray reviews, social media links, podcasts, and links to our Amazon page. Um... If you want to do your shopping on Amazon, visit our website first. And then we've got Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash FAS podcast. Sign up, pledge a pound, and you'll get full access to an archive of over 15 hours of additional podcasts. Other than that, I think it's time to call it a night. Shout out to Andros for our theme music. Uh, thanks to Stu, Kenny, Carol, and all the listeners for tuning in. And for letting us fill your lugs. But it's now that time of the night for us to pull out. Pull out? Pull out. Time to pull it out. Here. Now this is where the Kevin Spacey's jokes didn't come out. Listen to that silence. And if we've learned one thing from today, Mike, that's got fuck all to do with <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I have something lined up to there. Aye. Uh, it would be... I like Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith? Kevin Spacey jokes. <laughs> I like Kevin Smith. I, like, the first statement was fine. I like Kevin Smith. <laughs> right, that's, that's factual. Okay. So, yes. Mike loves... I get Kevin Spacey jokes. Or it could be in space. No one can hear you get spaced. <laughs> Andy, tell them. Fuck off and tune in next week.